Hello. Hello. It's been it's been a while. It's been a little little break. Yeah. You know, for you it might just be minutes since you listened to our last wonderful <laughs> episode, but for us it's it's been a week a couple weeks. A lot has happened. Our friend, our mutual friend gave birth <laughs> while we were recording. While we were recording our last episode. Yep. So Cassie and Steve, congratulations yep. and welcome to the world, baby Audrey. She's gorgeous. Beautiful baby girl. Yep. And our future fan of oh, this show. 100%. We got to get her uh, drinking in Degrassi uh, onesie. Yes. All right. Speaking of drinking, Alex, what are you drinking today? Well, in honor of the uh, second episode we're going to be talking about. Yes. Today we're doing a two-parter. Yes. Back to back. So uh, we get to see Stephanie K uh, drink a huge glass of Bailey's. Um, or what is a, another cream liqueur in the uh, the dance episode of ne- um, Junior High? So I bought a Mickey of uh, Bailey's, and how, uh, how is it? It's delicious. <laughs> it is like a milkshake. They, they were they were onto something. It's 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 great. I've I've I, like I I'll try and post a photo, but it like I poured an entire glass of it. Like I bought the Mickey and I filled up a, a, a crystal. Uh, glass but it's it's tasty i will probably sip it until we get to the episode and then if i haven't finished it by then i will chug the rest it look it does look delicious and uh speaking of of liquors what are you drinking tonight amber okay in honor of the first episode that we're gonna do the first dance episode of the next generation i'm drinking sherry because as you'll find out terry also drinks sherry yeah um, it does not smell good. I haven't tried it yet. It's called Santa Cream Sherry Santa Maria from Italy. I it was one of the only bottles of sherry at my local LCBO. So shout out Dundurn LCBO. Um, it was the cheaper option because I'm not gonna spend a lot of money on sherry. But here we go. It's very very strong. It's not terrible. Right. But. Could you imagine drinking a bunch of it at 12 or 13? God, no. I mean, I really think young adolescent Amber would have said no because I was really into the D.A.R.E. program. Yep. Um, Fun, embarrassing fact, I gave a speech in front of the entire 6th, 7th, and 8th grades at a D.A.R.E. assembly um, about saying no to smoking. But I also feel like young Amber would have succumbed to peer pressure. Yeah. And um, she might have tried sherry. I was more of like a try sips of of beer or whatever kind of guy. Mm, Uh, Because my parents, like, they didn't drink wine. Uh, uh, Coffee liqueurs were about it. Like, they did. Mm -hmm. My mom would do Baileys in her coffee, like, as a dessert thing. And my dad would do Kahlua or Drambuie. Okay. So that was just like, my parents were like a liqueur couple a liquor liqueur household yeah okay so that the the opportunity for wine based like oh sneaking some of the the wine when your parents aren't paying attention like Mm -hmm. never really arose in my house uh i was also i wasn't super into to dare as much as you but i do remember (laughs) thinking you didn't give a speech in front of your entire school no no but i remember thinking dare in the lion uh, was was a cool dude, you know the the mascot. Yeah. 
Um, and the cop that they sent to our school was like a nice enough guy. I used to remember his name, but I use that part of my brain for something better now. Like Degrassi uh, facts. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So, yeah. Did, if, did if you, you do? Did you do the? I might be misremembering, but did you do the dare pledge where you pledge to say no to drugs and alcohol? Yeah, I think it was at the end of the program where, like, yeah, you could you basically pledged that you wouldn't smoke or drink or do whatever and like <laughs> how, how old were you when you broke that pledge uh <laughs> the first time i drank drank like i remember like like drank to get drunk drank to get drunk uh i think i was 17 okay and then smoked weed i was um 17 or 18 yeah, I, you know, I got started a little late, but okay. I think it, it, it was for the best for me anyways. Right. Uh, yeah, what about you? I also started a little bit late. Um, the first time I, like, tried weed, I was about 14. Okay. I hope my parents are, my parents aren't listening. They don't, they don't <laughs> listen to podcasts. Um, I didn't get high. I didn't know how, how to do it. Yeah. That was the first time I tried it. Um, I didn't like it, obviously, because it didn't work. I smoked it again, I think, in grade 11. Grade 11 or grade 12. And I was like, yeah, th- this is for me. Yeah. I, I quite enjoy this. Yeah. Uh, the first time I drank, drank, I think I was grade 11 grade yeah and it was um a drama after party (laughs) (laughs) at someone's house and um i think i was drinking vex i think that's all we could get our hands on at that time yes what about what about you what was the first thing you drank First thing I remember, like, drinking to myself but not getting drunk was, like, my parents had had a party or something and there was, like, a Mike's Hard Lemonade okay. left. And I remember sneaking that and drinking that okay. and being like, oh, this is, like, not getting drunk but getting a little bit of a buzz on because yeah. I was, like, I was probably 15 or something at this yeah, time. Yeah, you had a clean liver. Yeah, that's right. A pure clean liver. Yeah, I'd only ever had six of, <laughs> six of beer up until that point. So, but then the first time I ever got drunk... It was my buddy Max's birthday, and I think he had just turned 18, so I was 17, and I would be 18 in a couple months. Okay. And for his birthday, he bought himself the uh, Showgirls DVD <gasps> box set that came That's with... Uh, incredible. Pin the pasties on, on, the, on the Showgirl, came with a deck of, of cards, came with all this stuff. And it came with, like, a drinking game. So he was like, this is it. This is going to be the first time you get drunk. We're going to watch Showgirls. And we're going to drink watching Showgirls. You know what? That's a great time. The problem was <laughs> the we were just sort of like, okay, we'll just get... My dad sort of helped us out, like, getting stuff from the liquor cabinet. But we just had to sort of take what we could get. And it was, like, tequila and whiskey and then one or two beers. Okay. So it was it was pretty hard stuff so for like the first a, time. So it was like a mishmash. Yeah. And then the thing is, we were playing the drinking game thinking like, oh, you know, it'll be like, it won't be a super often occurrence during the movie. But mm-hmm. his was like, anytime you see somebody's new, like, naked breasts take a shot. And you see so much. Yeah. 
and often. <laughs> and mine was like anytime uh, the one character says like Shug or Darlin or something. Yep. And again, that happens often. So I remember we watched like the first 20 minutes and we were both like three or four shots of tequila or whiskey at this point in. And I okay. was like, I don't want to keep watching and drinking because we're going to die. Because it's too too much. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm. if you want to keep watching, I'd rather just like casually drink. But if you want to like drink... Let's just stop the movie. Yes. So we stopped the movie and then I was still, it was my first time drinking and, and Max was a, you know, more experienced. He's like, tell you what, I'll do two drinks for every one drink you do. Like, you know. That's a good friend. So the problem is, yeah, I drank like four shots and and a, a beer. So he ended up doing like eight shots and two beers uh, and got like <laughs> trashed. Right. And then he, I was like, let's go walk it off. And we're walking outside and he's like. It's like I'm getting hot out here. I got. They took off his shirt, and I'm like, "Okay, let's let's head back to the house." He's like, "I think I hear a party." Like, do you hear that music? Like, let's go find the party. And I'm like, "No, let's go back to the house. Let's go back to the house." I so in high school, um, basically all we could get our hands on was Vex, which for the I don't even know if they still make it. I haven't seen it in a long time. So we would get, um, like, a, I think you could get, like, a four-pack of it. And it's, like, yeah. basically just sugar and alcohol. Like the it was, sweetest, like, alcoholic Kool-Aid. Yes. Sweetest, most disgusting drink. Yep. And then you could get for, like, five-ish dollars and, it like, a huge Yeah, like a, plastic, liter, a liter bottle. Uh, yeah, a plastic bottle. So that's what we would drink was, like, one of those. Or yeah. we would do the classic... Smirnoff vodka with like Pepsi chasers where you would take a sip and then another sip. Yeah. And I feel like kids today, which makes me sound really old (laughs) when you say the sentence kids today, but kids today have it so much easier with their variety of like seltzers and different types of like mixed drinks and rosé cans and different cans of stuff. Yep. Like, my God, the stuff that we were drinking in high school and college was disgusting. It was Bacardi Breezers. Oh, yep. Smirnoff Ice. Yes. Or Vex. Or Rev. That, like, blue Oh, Rev. Gross. I don't know if that was only in Canada. You'll you'll have to let us know. But Rev. And then there was eventually Blackfly, which Mm, was a little more expensive. But they at least were sort of like... This is margarita. This is daiquiri. Like, whatever. Yeah. There was mudslide, which I remember, like, you could get vodka mudslides. Yeah. Where it, was like, it was essentially, like, a milkshake with vodka in it. Um, I remember you could get that. But, yeah. And then other than that, it was it was white Zinfandel. Or I remember, like, trying that, like, sourpuss shit. Yep. That, like, super sour liqueur. Yep. Oh, my God. That was disgusting. You have to mix it with something else. Yes. Like, you have to make a good shot. Like, there's one I, you can do that's like a sour jack. I didn't do that. Oof. I would just drink it and be like, this isn't so bad. It was that bad. Yeah, it was it's, disgusting. It's, it's rough on its own. It was disgusting. We, yeah, we, I remember going to a party or going out with, with a group of guys. And the one guy's like, we're getting sour jacks. I'm like, I don't know what that is. He's like, it's raspberry sourpuss and Jack Daniels. And I'm like, okay. And like. I don't like Jack Daniels, but it was a it's a tasty shot. Mm. So yeah, all right. Yes, we digress. Those are our experiences uh, smoking and drinking. But <laughs> now let's uh, let's jump into Degrassi: The Next Generation, Episode Four. Yes. 
Eye of the Beholder. So, like we mentioned earlier, we're doing back-to-back episodes where we're going to compare and contrast yes. the Next Generation Dance episode with the original Degrassi Junior High Dance episode. Yes. And we'll also um, intertwine some of our own embarrassing dance stories. Yes, we will. So buckle in for a lot of secondhand embarrassment, mm-hmm. cringy moments. Uh-huh. And sweaty middle schoolers yep. just dancing in a school gym. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to continue to drink sherry for this episode because my girl Terry did. Yeah. I don't know if I can if I can keep going. It's yeah. very strong. I'm yep. going to try. I'm going to try and do Terry proud. I'm like I said. I'm going to do sips of the Bailey's and whatever I have left when we get to the next episode. I will just chug. <laughs> okay, here we go. So it starts with Terry. In her kitchen, eating breakfast, and her dad walks in. I want to, I want to stop and mention Terry's dad. Yeah, he's kind of hot. Okay, he's okay. kind of, he's kind of a good-looking dad. Yeah, he's not bad. He's got good hair. I think we should rate some Degrassi dads. Yeah, Terry's dad is pretty good-looking. Yeah, Toby's dad, not bad. Also, yeah. not bad. They definitely moved a little bit away from the next generation or from junior high where it was like old parents yeah old parents or parents that just like you if you read the book (laughs) about it it's sort of like any adult was usually part of like the the playing with time players they called them where it was like the production studio that made Degrassi was this local thing in Toronto where it was like Kit Hood and the other um, Degrassi people running it so they had like a, a community theater, like local acting troupe. Mm. So I think a lot of those people ended up being like parents in the show, even if they were too old or homely or whatever. Like Degrassi does a really good job of like the kids are always the lead. So the parents are either in the background yeah. or um, whenever something is happening with a parent, there's always like a kid overhearing something. Yeah. Like, there's always a Degrassi child somewhere whenever there's an adult. Yeah. For the most part. I think in the later seasons, they get away with it. With, yeah. With um, Joey and Caitlin and Snake and Spike. Yeah. But for the most part, there's always kids somewhere around. Yeah. Okay. So he's asking her about the dance. Yeah. And telling her she's all grown up. He's drinking his Sunny D in the morning. That's a lot of sugar for the morning. Yeah. Terry tells him she's not going to the dance. Ugh. She she goes on and says that she's fat and guys don't notice her. And this breaks my heart. And I was saying, my husband and I watched this episode a couple, a few days ago. And I said, like, as a dad, I feel like that would just break your heart to hear your child talk badly about themselves like that. And Terry's beautiful. Yeah, she's gorgeous. I said it last she, time. I think she's better looking than Paige. She's like beautiful. She's gorgeous. Terry Terry needs to do better. Yeah. I mean for I think herself. I think she did leave the show to do more modeling work. Like I I think it was she partly wanted yes. to be written out because she was like, oh, like whatever. Degrassi's fine, but she um if you ever watch the Drake um music video i'm upset he does a reunion with all of the cast members and she comes on and she is fucking beautiful she had a major major glow up anyway she really doesn't want to go to this dance i think she's very very self-conscious yeah 
And her dad says, you're beautiful. Which and she is. She is. She's not going to the dance. She yeah. is very committed to not going to the dance. Yeah. So she leaves to go to school. I like that they sort of, not to get too far ahead, but they flip the, the Vula, uh, Vula's dad thing. Yeah. Yeah. Where, as um, you'll find out, Vula's dad is the one saying that she can't go. Vula wants to go. Yeah. Uh, where in this episode, Terry's dad really wants her to go. Yeah. And like we mentioned, title comes up, Eye of the Beholder. It's one of the other few episodes from season one not named after a song. Uh, we see Spinner hanging out with that uh, unnamed, or a couple unnamed guys. Yeah. He rips on like a seventh grader by doing they're, the, you got something on your shirt thing, and then smacking him in the nose. They're very much committing to like the Spinner a little bit of a bully. Yeah. In the beginning. Yeah. Like that's that's his only character, his defining character trait. It's just he's a bully. Yeah. He wants to borrow Terry's notes, and I think he's going to ask her about the dance. Uh, so I really appreciate this. Uh, so are you going to the dance tonight? Oh. Um, actually, I can't. It's my dad. Oh. So she lies and says that he's old school and he won't let her go. Yeah. And Ashley shows up with all of the decorations. Yeah. She's very, very nervous because the dance has to go perfect. Otherwise, Radich will not let them have an evening dance right and in walks page yeah she walks up to spinner and he seems super disinterested so she (laughs) she very very much likes spinner and it's very obvious she's telling him to save a dance for her which is like such an iconic line i love that i do like the way she looks at him though because like page sucks but, like, I like that you can tell she really does have a big crush on Spinner. And, like, she yes. looks at him like a kid who has a crush. Yes. So, like, she I don't... She looks at him with love. Yeah. I don't, I don't like her, but, like, you can tell she, she plays it really well. She plays, like, oh, I'm the girl who's really into this guy. We've, yeah. we've mentioned it before where it's weird that these three are friends. Yeah. Because they don't really seem to like one another. Yeah. I mean, Terry and Ashley, I think, are the better friends. Yeah. Paige hangs around with them, but Paige always tears them down. Yep. And they seem very annoyed with Paige a lot of the time. Yeah. So it's weird that they're friends, even. I mean, it does seem to be a holdover friendship from their grade seven. Yes. And Paige has clearly tried to change. And this is yeah. as, as much... This this is very soon into the their grade eight year. I know that... It, it was the election and then dance very quickly, but ba- yeah, very this back is to back. this is still supposed to be, I think, like September or yes. October of the school year. Like it's, it's early it's on early. in the school year. Yeah, so I could see why they're still holding on to the friendship and haven't totally ditched Paige yet. So Liberty interrupts their little hallway powwow and says, "Ashley, you're going to be late for the announcements." Yeah, because Liberty would. Liberty is such a know-it-all. I can't remember if we talked about it on here or just off pod, but uh, we both did the announcements at our high schools, did we not? I didn't do them in high school. I did them in elementary school. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I did. Wi- I wish I did them in high school. I did them in high school. Like, you had to audition. and I So did it, was like, it was like a big deal. Yeah. I mean, like, nobody really cared, but I had fun with it. Like, I, 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 I think I told you um, I didn't want to use my real name. And I love The Simpsons, and they do one episode where you find out that Kent Brockman's actual name, before he changed it to be a, a hard-hitting reporter, his name's Kenny Brocklestein. 
So at the Catholic high school, I said my name was Kenny Brocklestein with the morning announcements, and I'd do, I'd put on I'd put on a bit of a voice and I'd do the the announcements and blah blah blah. But uh, yeah, no, it was fun, and uh, that was my first real like uh, voice gig. So there you go. First, your first taste of uh, of uh, stardom. That's right. So we kind of brushed over it, but in the midst of their little hat hallway gathering, their yeah. little summons. Um, Ashley says to Terry, I think Spinner's going. Yeah. Because I... So Ashley knows that Terry likes Spinner. Yeah. And then the camera cuts to Paige, and Paige is furious. Yeah. Because she doesn't want competition for Spinner. Yeah. And Terry says, my dad's making me do chores. Like, she can't even come up with a good excuse. She just says, like, my dad's making me do chores. I can't go. What a tyrant. Yeah. Um, Also, (sighs) this is going to sound really mean. Why are these girls fighting over Spinner? Right? Like, it's so weird to me. I mean, I get that Jimmy's taken, because Ashley and Jimmy are dating. Yeah. And at the beginning, they seem endgame. Yeah. But as we see in, like, little glimpses of, like, the background actors that they hang out with, there's much cuter boys than Spinner. Yeah. And he's not that smart. Nope. And And he's he's a bully. He's very mean. Yeah. So I I don't get what the appeal is, but I guess there's very few men for these girls to choose from yeah so now we see sean for the first time this is his first episode debut right his brother's dropping him off on a motorcycle very cool yes i was a huge sean fan when i first watched this show yeah oh i loved sean okay i can see that he was my favorite sean and then craig i think yeah we're like my guys yeah i liked craig 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 fucked up a lot, but I I definitely... He was so cool and edgy with his leather jacket, though, and his photography. Yeah. Emma... uh... So Emma, Toby, and JT are walking into the computer room. Yeah. And Emma is mad that the boys are chickening out on going to the dance. Yeah. And they just don't want to go. Yeah. Just going to take another sip of this delicious sherry. Yeah. And Manny... Says that she can't go because her she dad didn't is, ask her parents. And her dad is actually really strict, not Terry lying yeah. strict. This this Sherry's already going to my head. My, <laughs> my God, it's strong. Yeah. So Mr. Simpson walks Sean in. And Emma is very smitten. So Sean was there for a few months the year before then he moves to Wasega Beach with his family. Yeah. Moves back to live with his brother. Yeah. That's the origin story of Sean. Yeah. Sean is supposed to be in the same grade as Jimmy and Spinner. Yes. And Ashley and Terry and Paige. Yeah. But he gets held back. Do we ever know why? I think it eventually is explained because like he 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 hit a kid and made him blind or deaf. Deaf. Partially yeah, deaf. Partially deaf. I think he either ended oh, up in juvie briefly right. or something, so okay. he, yes. he he had to miss out on a year of school because he was yes. doing time. What a bad boy. Yeah. And Emma Emma's looking at him like she thinks she can change him. Yeah. She's going to be the girl to change Sean Cameron. Well, plus she's got nobody to go to the dance with, so she's like, who am I going to go with? And just then is when Sean walks in. So right. It's sort of implied that like, oh, you know, she, she could go with, uh, with Sean to the dance. Yes. Her, the answer to her prayers. Yeah. Because he's got, he's got two earrings. He, he's got a jean jacket. And he is brooding. Yeah. 
I think it is so cool that this school does video announcements. Yeah. Like it's, it's pretty pretty cool. I know I know some people who went to schools that did that. Like not very many. Like I think my wife at her school because she went to like a newly built gigantic. Uh, like, like a rich school. Yeah, like she went to in in Hamilton. There's the the one, uh, St. Thomas More, mm. the big Catholic okay. high school, and it was where all like the the all the Italian families who live on the West Mountain, and all the people in Ancaster who wanted to go to the big Catholic school before they had their own. That was the the big school. So I think they had like top of the line stuff, and I think right. she said they. I, I want to say they had video announcements. I could be wrong, but whatever. For for the sake of this podcast, let's say they did. Sure. Terry, Paige, and Spinner and Jimmy are in class amongst the extras that they have in the class. Yeah. And Paige is fuming with Terry. Yeah. She is very mad that Terry might get Spinner. I, I'm going to go off a little bit. I don't know if it was you. I think it was you that was saying that if it wasn't for... Uh, Paige kind of getting in between Terry and Spinner, the Rick storyline wouldn't have happened. Yeah. We'll get into that later when we when we cover that episode. Yeah. But I guess you can blame Ter- uh, Paige for the school shooting. Because if she didn't mess with Terry and Spinner, Terry and Spinner would have dated. She would have never met Rick. And Jimmy would have never ended up in a wheelchair. And Rick wouldn't have died. Yeah. It's it's like I remember reading somebody had posted online that like because the Buffalo Bills missed that one kick in the one Super Bowl, uh, that's why the Kardashians are famous. Mm. And it's like, okay, because they missed that kick when it came to the draft season next year, one team got OJ that wouldn't normally have gotten OJ. And it's when he was there that he met his wife, who he ended up divorcing, who he ended up murdering. And then the court oh, trial alleged, is what... Allegedly, uh, sorry, allegedly, allegedly murdering. Allegedly murdering. Yes. He did sorry. it. He did it. Yeah. We, we all know he did it. Uh, allegedly <laughs> murdering. And that Robert Kardashian never would have become famous as his lawyer. And in turn, the Kardashians <laughs> never would have become famous. So wow, were it wow, not for missing wow. that one kick in the Super Bowl, uh, Nicole Brown and Ron Goldman would be alive and, uh, and the Kardashians would, wouldn't be famous. We would be living in a Kardashian-free world right now. Wow. I guess that is quite the butterfly effect. That's right. That's, I mean, that's, I guess, better than mine. <laughs> but, yeah. No, it's that's the thing, though. Like, you can trace these little things back. And yeah, <laughs> like, you know, not to jump too far ahead, but... By by Paige sort of sabotaging things and and <laughs> and hooking up with Spinner, like we get this new timeline that might not have been right. Okay, getting back. Yeah, Paige. She doing is major just, pout. just furious. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we told you the dance theme is Starlight, Star Bright. Right, right. Which I think is a really cute theme. Yeah. For a got, night for a nighttime. They dance. got paper stars. They got uh, twinkle lights. They got string lights and like icicle lights, which at the time were like. A big deal. Oh, those I remember, were those were a good get. Yeah, like in the early late nineties, early two thousands, like getting icicle lights was like before people got all LEDs for their Christmas yes, decorations. Icicle yes. lights were like the thing. So, so they've got icicle lights here. So the girls are setting up the dance for the gym. No, sorry, the gym for the dance, and Terry is helping set up. Yeah. Even though she has no intention of going to this dance. Yeah, well, because she's Ashley's best friend. What a good friend. Yeah. 
Okay, I want to. I want to. I'm sorry. She yes. she she specifically mentions like, I don't think I'm going to be coming, but then says at the end like, okay, maybe I'll see you in six hours then. But Paige is sort of like up on a ladder and eavesdropping on their conversation, and you can see she's getting like, you know, she's trying to get ideas of like how can she's I screw scheming. over Terry? She, yeah, she has her little schemey face on. Um, okay, there's a throwaway clip that we see where Jimmy is bouncing a basketball. A random kid walks up and just takes his ball. Yeah. And Jimmy shrugs his shoulders and pretends to throw a, a fake basketball into the garbage. And then does like a like a finger gun yes. sort of thing. And like they, I it, don't understand. I love it because it, it it has nothing to do with anything. Nothing to but do like, with anything. When I was that age, if if somebody did like stole my ball, I would have done like a like i would have done a similar thing I get so like it, I, I love it yeah at that time you think everyone is watching you all the time so yeah. i get it they didn't need to do that no. we didn't need that clip but you could tell it's his star power he yeah he's a very cool guy without trying to be cool i yeah. think is jimmy's essence yeah and i you know what young amber had a thing for jimmy also that's fair that's i was fair. In, i was into it i and to this day i still love aubrey graham A.K.A. Drake. A.K.A. Yeah. Champagne Poppy. Yeah. A.K.A. If there's any chance he's listening, come on our show. Yep. Give us some behind-the-scenes facts. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he sits down with Sean. Yeah. And he's, he... This is where we establish that Sean failed grade eight, or has to repeat... Grade or, seven. Sorry, grade seven. Yes. Has to repeat grade seven. Yeah. And Jimmy is sort of like... He's trying to be nice. He's like, hey, man, it's cool that you failed. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it, we don't care. Like, it's cool. He's, I think I think his intentions are actually really good. I think he's really trying to be nice. Yeah, he's just he's just bringing it up in a, in a douchey way. Yeah. That Sean is sort of like not... Doesn't want to hear. Sean, I think, always has a little chip on his shoulder, though. I think yeah. he's always thinking the world is out to get him. Yeah. And I think this is one of those cases where he is just misinterpreting jimmy's intentions and this is not like it doesn't come up in the junior high episode we're going to talk about Mm. but emma is very much um caitlin in this episode like emma becomes the caitlin of this show yeah and there's one episode in uh junior high where um caitlin is trying to make rick laugh laugh or smile yeah or smile and like I think that's sort of where they took Emma's storyline in this from mm-hmm. because it's all about like Emma trying to trying to get the new guy who's who's clear who she just found out is like repeating the seventh grade. Yeah. She's trying to like make him feel better. Yeah. So we're back at the gym with the girls. Yeah. Ashley saying, please let me come over. I'll make you feel better. I'll get yeah. you all dressed up. And then, yeah, she's like, I'll give you a makeover. It'll be great. Yeah. And Paige is like, uh, you want to give her a makeover? Like, this is it's a on talk tra- show. It's on a trash talk show. Which, you know what? Again, getting off topic, was very of that moment. Oh, yeah. I remember Maury, the Tyra Banks show, Montel, Ricky, Ricky Lake. They were all, Jenny Jones. Jenny Jones. Yep. They were all about the makeovers. Yep. And trying to make people feel bit better about themselves yeah oh wow that would yeah just made a comment well i'm gonna come over too because terry needs all the help she can get Oof. that that is mean yeah mean this is like the longest school day ever my god yeah so the grade sevens are in miss kwan's class yeah emma is 
furious that JT and Toby will not go to the dance because I think at this point she thinks she can't go if she doesn't have friends to go with. I mean, she just doesn't want to go alone, which like I get when oh, you're yes. that age and you're insecure and, and oh, whatever. Yeah. And... yeah, you need someone that you can like talk to and dance with. I get it. Yeah. I think this is when JT mentions that he would go to Toby's house and they would watch some early internet porn. Which wasn't as much watching back then as like just looking at a photo. Downloading images. Yeah, because the amount of time it took for a, a JPEG to, to load. Like even a song, it would take 24 hours. Yeah, so loading one image, like you would have to look at the tiny, tiny little thumbnail that yes. would be on the page. And you'd have to squint and be like, is this worth opening and waiting a minute for it to load? And you'd have is to this, really is, look. Is it worth crashing my family computer with a virus for so that's that's what it was back then it wasn't you know what it is now as accessible as it is now yeah it wasn't something you could look at on your phone in the bathroom (laughs) kids today have no idea how hard it was to access porn in the early millennia so it was you had to do you had to either have a friend who had you had to have a friend who had a dad who had like an extensive Playboy collection where you could like cycle through and look at the the issues. You had to have somebody who had a computer in their room instead yes. of the family computer. Which, again, of that time, I think we mentioned it in the first episode. Yeah. The early millennium was all about family computer yeah. rooms. Yeah. You had a, a computer room. I my first computer was in the living room. Yeah, mine too. My parents quickly moved it to the basement. But yeah, you there was no privacy. The computer that had internet access was always the one in like the the living room. Like if we upgraded, I would get the old computer, but it would just not have internet. Mm -hmm. It would just be like, oh, this is your game computer. Yeah. So This this is your computer. You can write on Word. Yeah. So that was the thing. You had either you had to wait until your family went out or pretend to be sick and stay home so that you could look at the uh, the links that millennials had to go to just to look up some naked naked bodies oh this okay so now they're scheming now jt and toby are scheming about what they're going to do tonight so jt is sharing with toby i guess websites or your urls yeah okay just a list of because back then like if this was almost pre the search engines existed yeah but uh if you had a good bank of of bookmarks or whatever like that was that was a thing like people you some people subscribed to like like newsletters where you would just get like links like it was a big deal to have links like you couldn't just couldn't just google everything to find what you wanted you had to know where you were going a little bit in the early internet especially if you had something like like AOL, where you had to use keywords. Yeah. So Manny is trying to cheer Emma up, and she's saying, Emma, just go to the dance. Go to the dance without them. And Liberty is saying, are you going to let them dictate your amusement? You're a strong girl. Go to the dance by yourself. Yeah. Which, like, good for Liberty, yeah, who's and- always annoying but is right here. Yes. And then we see Toby and JT reading comic books. We see... Toby's dad, who I mentioned earlier. Not bad looking for a dad. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay for, I guess, uh, this lady's second husband or future second husband. Yeah. Good for Kate. 
That's yeah. Ashley's mom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They wait four seconds for the parents to be out before they... They leave. jump on the family computer. Yeah. And right beside the computer, they have one of those little uh, little boxes full of floppy disks. <gasps> a floppy disk. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about floppy disks. Yeah. If you're younger, you may know it as the save icon. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we cut to the girls getting ready. And yep. they're at Paige's house. Ashley's rushing Terry because she has to get to the dance because, you know, she's student council president, so she has to get there early. And Terry comes out in a cute top and uh, a skirt, and she looks great. You know what? That was that was very much the look back then. Yeah. It's like a long, silky material skirt to the knee. Yeah. And like a coordinating tank top. Yeah. It's very, very of the of that time. Speaking of of the time, Ashley's eye makeup, very Ooh. of the time. Blue, <clears throat> blue shimmery eyeshadow. Yeah. This is this is where I'm gonna mention some um, embarrassing things I wore to school dances. Okay. Lots of glitter. Okay. I remember. So we never had. We never pulled a Degrassi and had an after school dance. They were always after lunch. Okay. So my friend in elementary school lived around the corner from the school. So my friends and I would run to her house at lunch. Yeah. And get ready. Okay. And then get back to school. And this girl was very generous with her makeup and her clothes. Mm -hmm. And we all decided to split a bottle of glittery, shimmery, I think, body spray. Okay. We applied it very liberally because when we got to the dance, it looked like we were the Cullens of Twilight. (laughs) It was too much glitter. Yeah. Um, But back then, I feel like there was not, there was no such thing as too much glitter. No. So, yep, that's, that is one of my embarrassing dance stories. I think I just would wear like a button up shirt or, or I would wear like a a collared shirt. Like Mm -hmm. I just wouldn't be wearing a t-shirt. I would wear like. A nicer shirt, yeah. Yeah, dress up a little bit. Yeah, and just not jeans. Like, oh, I'd be wearing pants. So Ash, Paige convinces Ashley to leave. Yeah, because Ashley's like chomping, chomping at the bit. Like, she's, I got to get to the she, dance. She has to get to the dance. She has, <clears throat> she's the ticket collector. She needs to be there first. Yeah. So Paige says, I need to freshen up a little bit. So why don't you go ahead? She says, I sweated off all my makeup because it's spoiling. Terry. Terry agrees to wait with Paige. But she still looks super nervous. Like, she doesn't feel comfortable in her skin. She doesn't think she looks good, even though she She looks looks so cute. So Spike drops Emma off. Yeah. And you can tell this is one of those shots where uh, if you you talk about video production and shooting something, there's something they call day for night, Mm -hmm. which is where you put a filter on the camera to make it look like it's nighttime, and it's just like a blue filter. Yeah. You can tell this is what this is because this doesn't look like nighttime. This looks like day for night. It looks dusky. Yeah. I think like I, it doesn't look bad. It's just if yeah. you if you know enough about if like you, if you know you know. Yeah. So we're back. Pay sorry. Terry is analyzing her outfit. Yeah. She's very very nervous. Is it like a velvet tank top? It's it's it's, it's like, got that look to kind, it. Yeah, kind of like crushed velvet. Yeah. I I feel bad for Terry because she's so nervous about this dance. Yeah. But. Terry, you go to school with these people every single day. Yeah. What are you nervous about? Yeah. I don't. I and don't like, get it. it's not like you're going for Jimmy. You're going for Spinner. You're going for Spinner. He's gonna show up in a baggy ass T-shirt. Yep. Some baggy ass weird fucking jeans. Yep. 
His hair will be too spiked, and he's going to have on one of those, like, weird chain necklaces. Mm -hmm. Mark my words, that is what he's wearing. And he smells, he's wearing brute uh, aftershave. Or too much axe. Yeah. No, I don't know if this was, this might have been slightly pre-axe, because I remember being around this age, and, like, my dad bought me my first, like, cologne. Oh, cute. And it was, it was brute. Okay. B-R-U-T. Like the champagne. Yeah. Very nice. But it was, uh, it might have been B-R-U-T-E, but it was like a very like musky, like a pine, almost like an outdoorsy smell. Kind of like the car air fresheners. Yeah. Honestly, it almost smelled more like eventually what uh, Off ended up smelling like, where they made Off smell more piney. (laughs) Oh, God. But but like back when Off's just smelled like bug spray still, this is what, yeah, this is what passed as before Axe and all that stuff. Okay. And you could get affordable sense this was like oh this is your aftershave and i'm like okay thanks dad and it, this is the only one that you're gonna have and yeah you will wear it and apply it liberally yes eventually i would go on to steal his polo my dad would uh, my dad wore polo and then i uh for christmas one year i think my mom was like stop wearing your dad's cologne it's weird i'm you know i'm getting you your own so she got me polo black oh so i got that, that was that was my cute. og that was my original scent and then when I started dating my wife, her her grandma actually for Christmas got me um, Burberry, saying like, Classy. "Oh, you'd uh, you, I think this would be nice for Alex." And like, I still to this day I wear Burberry. So, um, my signature scent in elementary school was um, that warm vanilla sugar oh, okay. shit that you would get from like Bath and Body Works. Yep, and. Or that Calgon spray. Yep, I know exactly the one and, you're talking about. And you would get it in like a pack of like four from Walmart. Yeah. And I remember you would spray the room and then walk into it. Yeah. Miss the room and then walk in. Yeah. And yeah, we I applied it very liberally as well. My wife I know wore uh, Rimmel London. That was oh. her. That was her scent. That's like high class. Yeah, I. Th- but I think she also wore like I think there was a Mary Kate Nashley one that she. Yes, had there was. That was her. Yes, other there one. was. She wore the Mary yep. Kate Nashley one. Yes, it was. I think it came out around the time that they did Winning London. I yeah. am a huge Mary Kate Nashley fan. Yeah. I have seen every fucking thing they've ever done. Yeah. Uh, oh. My wife Sam loves them too. Yes. I just I. I like like it takes two great love great it. wonderful movie it's 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 fantastic it's wonderful so good movie. passport to Paris amazing sure uh, this is where <laughs> this is where you lose me she's like our lips are sealed or whatever yeah, great yes, passport yeah. to Paris yeah. uh, stealing Rome or taking Rome uh, yeah Winnie, or switching winning goals Lo- winning London switching goals yeah New York minute oh that was good it had Jared with Eugene pa- Levy Jer- Jared Padalecki was in it ooh um also they did oh, I forget what the name is something under the sun and Megan Fox was in it ooh yeah Megan Fox was a bad girl ooh she was a mean girl in it enough about MK and A yeah but uh, back to Terry agonizing over her outfit page page is like oh i've reapplied now i'm nervous are you nervous and terry i I always get a little nervous before these before a school dance before your first nighttime school dance that has never happened before before? you're gonna grind up on some crusty cheeto rat face little bastard well to be fair this was before grinding this was still (laughs) in front of your teachers were there to just stand there awkwardly staring at you yeah watching kids dry hump each other oh my god or in the 
case of like when my younger brother was in school, he actually saw a couple like have sex on the dance floor Ooh. at like a Halloween dance, Ooh. and like he was just like taking photos of the dance and got a photo of this couple fucking. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Nothing scandalous happened. At, like that happened at my dances. I know that there was like beyond that dance. I know that there was definitely Drinking. hands going down or up people's sure. clothing. Uh, depending on who was getting the hand uh, on them. Okay. I know that that happened a lot on the dance floor, but never, never, never with me. I can, I can safely say <laughs> that, but no, yeah, I was nothing. the, I was the guy awkwardly being like, oh my God, a girl is touching me. Aww. I'm proud if I get a boner, like I need to, I need to hide yeah. it because you're that age and you're just not, you know, not yeah. used to it. You need to figure out what you're doing. Yeah. Strategically have your underwear in a certain way so that you know God. anyways so terry is not sh- terry thinks her outfit is too i think she says a too sexy too sexy yeah she's wearing a knee length skirt yeah she looks like an amish girl on rumspringa where yes. it's like oh yes. i'm wearing like slightly more revealing clothes for the first time but a far cry from sexy. Yes. And then Paige is like, oh, you, this isn't sexy. And then pulls the skirt up by about six inches. I would not. even say like maybe three. She so, pulls it above the knee. So then she says, I don't know about you, but I think we could use a little glass of sherry. So on that note, I'm going to have a little bit of my sherry. Yeah. I don't know how these girls did it. I don't even know why they would have sherry at their house because Paige's parents aren't that old. No. Or alcoholics. Yeah. So we're back at the school dance. Yeah. Sean is there solo. Yeah. It's weird to me that Sean would go to this dance. Yeah. And also that, like, Sean Sean does not wait in line. Sean sees the line of four kids in front of him, uh, no, looks he, perturbed, yeah, takes money out of his pants, and just goes up, slams it on the table, and walks in. Doesn't get his hand stamped. He's in a hurry to get in there. Yeah. And Liberty, the stickler of rules, says nothing about him cutting in line. Yeah. Or not getting his hand stamp or not taking his ticket stub or whatever. So we get into the gym. Emma's walking around with her little shirt that has a silver heart. Yeah. And the tiniest little uh, early 2000s purse. Yes. So Spinner points to Emma and says, look, it's Little Miss Big Mouth and she has a heart on. It took me until I was this old to understand what he meant by that comment. Um, I don't know if Emma was savvier than I was. I don't think so. But she just, she walks away. Jimmy thinks it's hilarious and laughs. Yeah. We cut back to JT and Toby. They're trying to get onto their little porn sites. And they clearly, uh, Toby's parents have installed a net nanny, which is basically, or like a porn blocker. It's called Online Officer. Yeah. And he he hacks it by just entering the username and password. How much do you want to bet the password is Ashley Toby? Or just password. Uh JT slyly says, let's go to the one that is three X's. Please confirm you are 18 years old. A little pop up and stuff. Toby says, the stupid connection dropped. Which, once again, kids today will never know. (laughs) what it's like to have dial of internet that's true like you get outages now but it's normally like it, it usually affects like an entire block or yeah like your entire block is out of yeah. power or wi-fi or whatever 
Yeah, this was back when, yeah, everything was just over your phone line. There yes. was no... There was fiber, but it wasn't available to regular people. There was cable at this time, but they clearly don't have it. So, no. like, you would you would have really just, like, 56 kbps if you were lucky. The worst was if you were trying to download a song. Yep. And if your siblings picked up the phone, yep. the internet would cut out, instantly yep. cut out. And, it, like, your song would then stop downloading. Yep. And you would have to start all over again. And sometimes it would take a full day to get a song to even like 80%. Yeah, depending on how many people were sharing it. So if your sibling picked up the phone while you were downloading this song, yeah. my God, was it just the worst thing that would ever happen to you? That's when my parents switched to cable internet pretty early. They were yeah. like, we can't, we can't. We can't handle this. the fighting. We're not going to get a second phone line yeah. and we already have cable and now they're introducing internet through the cable. So yeah. like, let's just do that. Yeah. We're, we're sick of the fighting. Yeah. And the screaming. Yeah. So Toby reminds JT that with the internet out, it could take minutes or hours for it to come back on. Yeah. So Paige is pouring Terry quite a generous pour of sherry. Yeah. And telling her that like, hey, boys like it when you take the lead. Uh, You just need to be confident. Yeah. Which to be fair, uh, that was always me. I was never like, I was the timid guy where it was like, oh, I'm afraid to make the first move. If a girl was like, hey, you know, want to dance? I'd be like, "Mm mm-hmm. Like, I was all, I, I liked if a girl made the first move, so. So, Paige, Paige, I feel, has no authority in giving Terry advice. No. But she's like, just, you know, be yourself, but like a little different version of yourself. Yeah. And she says, the more of that, the better you feel. So she keeps pouring her some more sherry. Yeah, like a lot. A lot of sherry. My glass is like a teeny tiny little thimble, and I'm struggling to get through <laughs> it. Yeah. I don't know how these girls And are Terry was chugging out of like a juice glass. Chugging it. Yeah. I don't know how these girls are even... And Paige was trying to make it look like, oh, we are drinking together, but instead was just pouring, just pouring more for Terry. for Terry. Yeah. Because she is conniving, but I love her. Yep. I love her energy. So the internet's back on, and they are so gleeful. They yeah. are just... They throw their comic books down run over they are ready to see some pixelated boobs yep 640 by 480 the highest resolution you could get the girls are walking to the grassy they are both walking is generous they are both wearing platform flip-flops yep and terry is struggling yeah she looks so sloppy right now yeah and she is carrying the bottle of sherry terry, yeah it's not even she didn't even do the smart thing like oh i'm gonna put it in a pot like a yeah. plastic coke bottle yeah Paige is kind of like guiding her because she can't walk straight yeah terry, and poor terry is sort of like oh Paige, you're the best friend to me like i owe you one and Paige is sort of like, what a dummy. You don't even realize I'm playing you. And she's like, yeah, you do owe me one. Huh? Oh, poor Terry. Poor she's Terry. like, oh, do you think I have a shot with Spinner? I like him. And I hope he likes me too. And Paige stops feeling bad and is like, no, keep your eyes on the prize, Paige. Mm-hmm. And Terry just like sm- accidentally drops the bottle out front of the school, like smashes, just walks away from the broken glass. Ashley and Paige, or sorry, uh, Terry and Paige walk in. Ashley walks over and... You can tell Terry is wasted. Yes. Like, they showed how much sherry was in the bottle at the beginning, and she dropped it, and it was almost empty. Yeah. Like, she drank... A full bottle. Yeah. And and this is something that's 19%, so twice as strong as your regular wine. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Ashley says, get her inside so Radish doesn't see. 
honestly, he would tell within one second of looking at her. She can't even stand up straight. No. Emma's uh, at the snack table. They've got a can of Pringles pointed out. Maybe it's product placement. Don't know. A bottle of cheesies. Terry and uh, Paige finally make it into the gym. I don't know what they'd be filling out. Paige is writing something down. Oh, I think she was pouring Sprite from a can into a glass, but they they frame the shot really weird. It's hard to tell. So Spinner walks over. He is wearing a button-up t-shirt open. Yep. With a white baggy shirt underneath. Yep. His hair is generously spiked. I was right. Yep. He has the chain on. Yep. Um, and Paige says, hi, Spinner. And he ignores her. He's sort of like, oh, hi, Paige. He's Terry, you look great. Focused on Terry. She can barely keep her eyes open. Uh, she's so drunk. She's at like friendly drunk part where she gives Ashley a big hug. Ashley's furious that Terry is drunk. Terry says, I'm not drunk. I'm, I'm just happy. Yeah. And Paige, Ashley's like, how did this happen, Paige? And Paige is like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We just had a few drinks. We just had a couple glasses. Ashley's furious. Ashley's like full and mom she, mode she, right now. She pulls down Terry's skirt. Yeah. Because she's like, oh, this skirt's too, too short. Too she, short. She pulls it down. Like full mom mode. Yeah. Kind of shaming Terry a little bit. And Radich is like... Walking through, picks up a can of Mountain Dew, which is very unradish, but you know, do Ter- the do. So Terry and Spinner are dancing. Yeah. If you can call it that. Yeah. And he still has no idea. Sean see, uh, sorry, Jimmy sees Sean standing alone, and he comes over and he says, "Hey, after party at my place. It's only for grade eights, but you know, I'll make an exception for you." Yeah. Which and Sean flies into a rage and yep. pushes him. Yeah. Throws him up against the wall, and he's like, "Hey, man, stop reminding me." Yeah. And then Radich is. Uh, You'd think Radich would have noticed this. Yeah. But he's distracted by drinking his Mountain Dew, and Emma also standing on the sidelines, watching Sean walks up and is like hey you want to dance and he's like yeah sure i feel like that was pretty brave of her oh for sure really bold really brave good good job emma good good for her and they do the classic her arms on his shoulders his uh hands on her waist terry is like literally hanging off of spinner because she can't stand up straight because she's wasted i'm surprised spinner doesn't know well they said that they'd had drinks so he knows that she's had some drinks but I think it was very mean of Paige to do this. Yeah. Because if Terry got caught, she would have gotten suspended. Uh-huh. And, pa- like, nothing would have happened to Paige. Yeah. And Terry said something sort of embarrassed. I think she sort of let Spinner know that she likes him. And she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I said that. For all of Spinner's faults, he's kind of doing the gentleman thing right now. Yep. He's not making fun of her. He's not calling attention to how sloppy she is. I think at this point, he still really likes her. And we cut back to the boys, and they are still browsing through the internet at all sorts of naked ladies. Yep. And they pull up a picture of a lady, and Toby goes, whoa, are those real? JT says, real something. And then they get busted by Toby's parents. And Toby's dad goes... Yeah, JT goes, they're real something. And Toby's dad goes, yeah, silicone. And then you hear like a record scratch and you turn around and the parents are there. So it's now kind of like a more upbeat song. Yeah. And Terry is doing the most awkward dance right now. Yeah. It is giving me all the secondhand embarrassment. Paige and not so much Ashley, but Paige is laughing at her. Yeah. 
She's kind of dancing in a circle around Spinner, who's just standing still. All of the other girls are watching and laughing as well. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, she's dancing like somebody's drunk uncle at a wedding. It is like, embarrassing for me to watch it. Yeah. Oh, and she's made herself dizzy by going around in so many circles while drunk. Fell onto her knees. And then she, Spinner says, are you okay? And she says, actually, I don't feel good. She runs away to uh, go puke. And ugh. Paige, ugh. Without even skipping a beat, Paige jumps in and says, I told her not to drink so much. Yeah. And then asks Spinner to dance. And he's like, yeah, I guess. And like, I guess instantly taken by Paige. I mean, he's still looking backwards to be like, oh, where'd Terry go? And she's watching as Terry runs away and is sort of like, good. Paige is not... Paige doesn't feel remorse like No, no. Yeah. So it's the next day at school. Manny is so happy that Emma asked Sean to dance. Yeah. They're asking the boys what they do. And Toby's like, we didn't do anything on Friday night. And JT's like, oh no, just imagine the most embarrassing thing that could ever happen. JT tells them that as soon as Toby's parents caught them. Yeah. I guess Toby's parents made them look at pictures with them. Yeah, including guys together. Oh, yeah, that's embarrassing. Yeah, so but also, it's it's like making your kids smoke the whole pack. It's like let's look at all let's the porn. Look at all of it. Which back in the day was sort of like you could look at all the porn. You could do it all in a night. <laughs> now it's you know, and like you would, you, I'll say this: you would say weird. You would see weird stuff back then, but you wouldn't see the kind of stuff you see now. No. I feel like that was good punishment. Yep. Nothing is more awkward than watching a a sex scene with your parents. But watching explicit pornography with your parents, I can't even... Like, watching American Pie with my parents was probably, like, the worst. Awful. Yeah. I, uh, that's honestly the worst part of watching a movie with your parents is the sex scene. Yeah. So I can't even imagine the level of embarrassment these boys had to endure. Yeah. Toby's mad at JT because he said it was your idea. And the girls are sort of like, like, ugh, I can't believe you stayed home to look at porno. And Toby's like, uh, it's a rite of passage. And like, to be fair, it kind of was a rite of passage back then. It's not now. Like, like I said, you can look at it on your phone. You can do whatever. But like, looking at it. Like, getting the chance to look at it while your parents were out was, like, a thing. But would you skip a school dance to do that, though? No. Okay. Like, maybe when I was in high school and single and I'm sort of like, ugh, I'm awkward and I have acne and I don't want to go to this dance because it costs $10 or right. $5 or whatever. Uh, so now we see Terry sadly walking up to the school. She, she looks mortified. Yeah. Ashley says, Mr. Radich says we can have another nighttime dance. Because he clearly didn't catch her puking in the bathroom. Yep. And then uh, we see Spinner is like, oh, hey, Terry, I've, I've got your uh, homework back for you. And are you feeling better? And she's like, yeah, I'm feeling better. And she's mm-hmm. sort of giving him a cute little smile. And, and Terry, and- sorry, Paige does not miss the opportunity to walk over and say, thanks. But he's going to be using my notes from now on. Yeah. So this is, I guess, the beginning of Paige and Spinner. Yeah. Pinner. Or Pinner, <laughs> yeah. And Spage. <laughs> it ends with Terry just looking so sad. So sad. Yeah. And like I said, not, not nice of 
page to do that. No. So I think we'll take a little quick break here, and then we'll jump right into the uh, the Degrassi Junior High. I think it's the second episode of the show, is it not? The the school dance. I, I yeah, I think it is because it started with the election. Yeah. All right, we will be right back. I will not be continuing with the sherry because <laughs> it's not good, guys. Okay. Welcome back. Yes. You missed uh, some loose talk about animorphs yep. and. Uh, um, the Scholastic Book Fair. Yep. For those of you that don't know, it was the, like, once every so often, your library would transform into, like, a bookstore, and it was the best day to yep. go to school, and I've been chasing that high ever since. Yep. I remember getting Goosebumps Pogs. <gasps> Goosebumps I Pogs! Got, oh, my God. I got, I still have it, actually, in my house somewhere, uh, one of those doorknob hangers. Yes. Where it said, like, do not disturb on the one side. And on the other side, it was usually, like, a book thing. Yep. And I got, it was the Night in Terror Tower. So it's, like, the 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 Axeman, like, walking down the stairs yep. with the hood over his face. Classic, the, classic. The executioner. Yeah. Yep. So. Uh, Gen Z, if you're listening, I'm yep. speaking to all of Gen Z. You have brought back bucket hats, mm-hmm. flared jeans. Mm-hmm. Beaded necklaces, mm-hmm. Crocs. Yeah. Can you please bring back pogs? I think it's going to happen. I hope it happens. I don't even think I still have any pogs left. I wish I did. I feel like that would have been a solid investment. I feel like they would be worth so much more now. I have all my pogs, and I can tell you I don't think it's that good an investment. No? But they're yeah. fun. I have all my spawn and gargoyles. And your, your slammers? Yep. Do you think it was basically the Beanie Babies all over again where our, you know what, millennials need to stop blaming boomers. We did it to ourselves. We bought in to, to every fad, every fucking fad. And no wonder we can't buy houses. All of our money was tied up in Beanie Babies. Yep. We thought. And Crazy Bones. Crazy Bones. Pokemon cards. Yep. Although that actually turned into a trolls, good investment. Treasure Trolls. Treasure Trolls. We thought these were sound investments. That one day would yield us so much money. Yep. I don't even think I have a Beanie Baby left. I have the Princess Diana one. Oh, I'm sure that one's worth money. I think it's worth Do like Do you have it bucks. in the plastic protective case? I have it in like, I went to a garage sale as a kid and I found, um, it's like a, a velvet covered box that was for keeping like, I don't know if it was like Grand Marnier or like a, a booze in. And I like... <laughs> I, I I got like an empty <laughs> velvet box so and I I keep the I kept it in there. I'm like, oh, it's like Princess Diana's coffin. I like literally the- <laughs> was just gonna say you basically had the Princess Diana bear in a velvety coffin. Yep. I mean, as a child, yeah. Yep. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. What a vivid imagination. Yep. So that that was my thing. But yes, I do. I have a lot of pogs and slammers and crazy bones and. I have I have nothing. I think I have one cabbage patch left. <laughs> okay, we are doing Degrassi Junior High season one, season episode one. two. It's called. No, no, this is just a description. I don't think it actually has an episode name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, the episode description says teen drama, which yeah. I think accurate. This... Yep. Accurate. Yep. Um, so we did find it's on the Encore Plus channel, which I think is only in Canada. But if not, let us know. And uh, they've got a lot of old TV shows on there. And I'm pretty sure they don't do ads, but we will see we'll as the episode see. goes on. Uh, I'm glad I can find it on something else now, because I think I mentioned a couple episodes ago, I bought 
the Amazon channel that had all of Degrassi on it. Yeah. They took it off of Amazon. Yeah. So, yep, that fucking Bezos. Yep. So, here we go. I am no longer drinking sherry uh, because it went straight to my head and it didn't taste good. I've still got a lot of Baileys left. (laughs) I am drinking. It's called Gnarly Head. It's red wine and it's very, very good. And you can find it at your local LCBO. I think it's local. I think it's a VQA. And I highly, highly recommend it. It's a very nice red wine. Good to know. All right. Here, let's get into it. Yeah. So as Alex mentioned, it very much parallels the next generation with Vula and her father in the kitchen. The only difference is Vula is making breakfast. Yeah. I think for her dad. Yeah. Not sure. And he's looking at the uh, Degrassi School newspaper. Well, it's like a newsletter. Yeah. And he's like, Vula, you wrote all this? <laughs> She's also wearing an apron. Yeah. Like she, the the thing is like, it's not implied that she doesn't have a mom because he says something about like your mother, blah, blah, blah. We never see the mom though. No. I also think that might be the same as Terry. I think maybe later on they mentioned <clears throat> that Terry's mom had passed away. Yeah. But they don't really mention much about Terry, Terry's mom in the beginning yeah. of the next generation with junior high i know that anytime it came to an adult a lot of kids only had one parent because it's like it's cheaper than hiring two actors yes so in this case it's like oh we only need one actor for to, this episode yeah, to yeah. be the old-fashioned father from a very small village <laughs> with a very strong accent we're not sure what vula's nationality is no they don't talk about it but her yeah. dad has a very strong accent yeah and a very thick mustache. Yeah. And she and Vula, like, yeah, he's looking at the newspaper. He's like, oh, did you write all this? And you she's like, what? no, I didn't write it all. I, I arranged it, though. I'm mistaken. It's not breakfast. She probably just finished cooking dinner. And oh, now she's tidying up. Because he is drinking red wine. Chianti. Chianti. The, the, the bottles with the, uh, not wicker, but the, yeah, you know what I mean. So she's asking if she can go to the dance. Yeah. He's saying no. He's saying... You're too young. There's going to be boys there. Yeah, you're, t- you're too young. You can go. When you're older, you'll thank me. And then she comes back with a very good point. When I'm older, it'll be too late. That makes sense. Yeah. Sound logic. Mm-hmm. She's not wrong. Yep. And then we get the amazing junior high theme song. It's very well done. Yeah. I, I do feel bad for Vula. Yeah. I think she's very, very sheltered. And I think that's why it was so easy for Stephanie K to take advantage of her. Yeah. She's very naive. But I mean, if I was Vula, I would have argued to her dad, like, dad, you moved from the old country to, like, give me a better life. Yeah. Like, why would you stop me from doing the things that the teens here do? Yes. This you, isn't the you, old country. Yes, that makes that makes sense. Like, I'm, in the, I'm in this country where this is a very normal thing to do. Yeah. I want to take part in it. Like, I'm first generation on my dad's side. Like, my dad was born in another country, but he was born in England, and his parents were just very much, like, class-obsessed. So the episode is actually called The, the Big, Big Dance. Dance. And we see a very cute flyer that says, don't forget about the fall dance. So yeah. I'm assuming the theme is just fall. Fall dance. Yeah. Which, not a bad theme. No. Nope. Not a bad theme. We love a good spooky season. We mm-hmm. love a nice fall, autumn. Yep. I would, the theme of my wedding was fall. We see some band 
geeks walking by with giant instruments. Yep, we see Spike, which you can't miss because her hair. So Lucy is talking to the twins. She is wearing a very beautiful outfit. Yeah. Uh, Lucy walks into the bathroom, walks by Vula. Vula's walking out. She starts talking to the twins. They ask if she's going to the dance. Yeah. She says no, she can't. Ooh, Stephanie approaches Vula, and Vula is serving her some sass. Yeah. And I am living for this moment. I love a sassy Vula. Yeah. So Stephanie walks up and says, hey, Vula. And she goes, oh, she talks to me. Wow. The school president is talking to me. Because as if you remember from the last episode, Vula and Stephanie have a very, very big falling out. Yeah. Wow. And Vula's love... still sassy about it. And Stephanie K is sort of like, Vula, I, I apologize. And she's like, very embarrassed. Yeah. And Heather and Erica are just like looking at each other like, ooh, like tea. Uh, and Stephanie wearing her giant oversized polo shirt. Yeah. Her transition outfit. Yeah. Walks into the bathroom. And this is like, this is my favorite line ever in Degrassi is coming up. What Lucy says. Uh, Lucy just throws a fashion magazine into the garbage. <laughs> Because that's how rich she is, where she's like, oh, I'm throwing away fashion magazines. I don't need this anymore. I'm done with it. Yeah. So Stephanie starts, you know, getting all glammed up. And Lucy's like, why don't you get changed at home? And Steph's like, oh, my my mom would freak out and lose her mind. And Lucy says, all of our parents are like fascists. Stephanie asks Lucy, your parents let you go out like that. And Lucy's not wearing anything controversial. No. She's wearing an oversized sweater with a very cute scarf tied around her neck. Yeah. I mean, she's wearing like hot pants or like like tight leggings, but like But she has a skirt over it. Yeah. I think. Yeah, like she looks very cute. Why wouldn't her parents let her go out like that? Yeah. And she says, "I can do whatever I want. I can go wherever I want and dress however I want." Yeah. And Steph is shooketh. And Steph says, Lucy, have you ever asked a boy out? And Lucy's like, yeah, a bunch. All the time. Lucy is very cool. There we go. Steph's like, oh, they don't laugh at you or make fun of you or anything? And and Lucy goes, uh, no, Stephanie. Uh, this is the 80s. Iconic. <laughs> yeah, girls, girls can ask guys to the dance. This is the 80s. It is the 80s. So now we see Joey walking into the school. He walks up to Wheels. He is wearing a hat that my grandfather would wear golfing. It's like a straw fedora. It looks like the hat that John Hammond wears at the beginning of Jurassic Park almost. Yes. Like, yeah. So he's telling Wheels, like, I'm going to go to the school dance with Stephanie Kay. And he's like, oh, wow, you asked her? And he's like, well, no, I haven't asked her yet. But, like, I'm going to ask her. And she's going to say yes. It's so weird to me. So the twins are following Stephanie into the classroom. And they just seem so enamored by her. Yeah. Like, it's so weird to me because the episode before, they were appalled by her, I guess, uh, dirty politics. Yeah. And now they're her, their best friends. Yep. They're very hot and cold. But I yep. think that was the twins' characters where they kind of, like, just follow whoever is of that moment. So Wheels and Joey are still scheming about how they're going to ask Stephanie to the dance. Well, because Joey's like, she's going to go with me. And Wheels is sort of like, whatever. Like, I, yeah. I don't know if Wheels knows that Steph has a thing for him yet, but... I get, Yeah, I guess not. And uh, yeah, so bell rings. Miss Avery says that Vula has an announcement. Uh, Vula tells everybody that they are sponsoring a foster child. Uh, but they haven't come up with an idea to raise money yet. 
And everybody puts up their hand. Lucy says, why don't we do the dance as a fundraiser? Everybody pays to get in. And we use that money to give to the foster kid. Sound idea. Yeah, great plan. Everybody loves it. Yep. Lucy says, oh, what does the school president think? And Steph is not paying attention. She's making uh, gaga eyes at wheels. Yep. And she turns around after hearing her name. She's like, what? Yeah, great idea. Great idea. I was totally paying attention. Yeah. And then Lucy says, Vula, you should come to the school dance and hand out the the check. Yeah. Um, uh, because, you know, it was, it was, you know. Which it's, you helped organize, and then... This doesn't make sense to me, because they're collecting money at the dance... Yeah. ...to then eventually give to this foster child. Yeah. How would they have a check prepared? They don't know how much money they're going to raise. I guess you just have the giant check, and then you... Write in the amount? Yeah. So then... You tally up all the money you made at the dance, and then you just hand them a, a pile of sweaty dollar bills that came out of kids' So then Lucy shoes. wants Vula to go to the dance to sit and count all this money... Yep. To then write on the check the amount. Yeah, who's Lucy? Steph? Like, that's a very Steph plan. Yeah, like, hey, a, Vula, come and do work at the dance. Co- come come be our loyal servant at the dance, yeah. Vula. You obviously are not there to have fun. And Vula says, like, no, no, no. Stephanie should give out the check because she's the class president. Which makes sense. Yeah. Stephanie should be doing these things. Yeah. So, so we cut to after school. Lucy's, like, Lucy's talking to Vula and she's, like, sponsoring the kid was your idea. Like, you should come to the dance. I get where Lucy's coming from, where she's like, you should give the check for recognition because this was your idea. Yeah. So she should she should get that credit for it. And then Vula sort of confesses to her, like, I'm not allowed to go to the dance. Like, my dad won't let me. He's really old-fashioned. Lucy is giving Vula advice. Lucy has no business giving Vula advice about how to get what she wants from her parents. No. I mean, she, as we find out later, her parents are super absent, which is how she gets away with all this stuff. Yeah, but she doesn't ask for things. She just, like, goes and does whatever she wants. Well, yeah, we find out later it's because she's stealing. But, like, that's 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 coming later. <laughs> it's neither here nor there. Yeah, so uh, Lucy's telling Vula, like, hey, like, you know, just tell your dad it's a fundraiser. Like, don't tell him it's the dance. And Lucy's putting on uh, some lipstick and pulls out a little, uh, little compact mirror and Vula is like, oh, hey, can I can I try some? Like, she puts on some lipstick. Clearly, he's never applied lipstick before. You know what? It's a good color for her, though. It is. It looks great. Vula's back in the kitchen. I said before, I think Vula's a cutie. Vula is very, very cute. Yeah. So Vula's back in the kitchen. Her dad, I don't know if he left the spot. No. He is still sitting at the table drinking his red wine. And she's like, Dad, I want to ask you something. He's like, what? And she's like, oh, nothing. He's like, oh, it must be a big nothing. Then he notices she's wearing lipstick, and he's like, are you wearing it? She's like, oh, it's just a little bit. He hands her a napkin and is like, wipe it off. She says, but Papa. Yeah. Which kind of reminds me of like like an old Christmas movie. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you're just a little girl. It takes a long time to grow up. He just wants her to stay little, which is very, very cute. Yeah. But, I, oh, poor Vula. I don't know how he doesn't catch on to her plan. She's like, I wanted to ask you, there's a fu- there's a meeting to do with the fundraiser, and it's Saturday night. And he's like, Saturday night? She's like, it's the only time people could come because they don't have to worry about homework and they can spend the day with their family. So she's spinning this lie about the fact that yeah. she's going to the dance by calling it a meeting at night. I feel like he would see right through that. Yeah, because the dance talk was yesterday. Yes. And then he's he, he's oblivious and he's like, yeah, yeah, sure, you can go. But you have to be home by 9.30. I mean, maybe he... 
had a lot of that old wine. That <laughs> yeah, you drank that, that Chianti. Yeah, had some generous pours. Yeah. So then it's the next day at school. Joey's walking in and he's telling Wheels like, "This is gonna be day. This is going to be a day that Steph remembers forever. It'll be the day that I ask her to the dance, and she'll never forget it." Steph walks up behind them and she's like, "Oh, hey guys, hey Joey, do you mind if I talk to Wheels alone?" And Joey's like, "Uh, yeah, sure." He, I, he's assuming it's like, oh, how should I ask out Joey? Yeah. Uh, that's what he's thinking. He really does think so highly of himself. Yeah. And Steph he grabs has, Wheels by the arm. I feel like they would be a very cute couple. She's like, hey, as far as the dance, like, do you want to go together? And Wheels is like shocked. He is so happy. Yeah. I honestly, I, th- I like this couple. And Joey's watching from the wings. And he realizes that she just asked uh, Wheels, and he is real mad about it. You know what, though? As we saw with the School's Out movie, yeah. Joey doesn't treat his ladies well. No, Joey also doesn't treat his friend. Well, he treats Wheels well. He doesn't treat Snake well. But, no, uh, no. But I feel like like Steph and Wheels would be very, very cute. I think he would treat her very nicely. Yeah, because this, he- is, this is pre-orphaning of, of wheels <laughs> yeah pre, wheels is still pre, pre-trauma yeah wheels is still like happy-go-lucky he's definitely like the cute like the cutest he's, boy he's very cute he's yeah. a very sweet boy and i think he'd be very kind to the girls he dates yeah so we see steph getting ready for the dance vula is kind of getting ready but not really but she's sneaking out her dad says, remember, be home. By 9.30. That's a generous curfew. Yeah. For a Saturday night for a 12-year-old. That's pretty good. Mine was like when the the streetlights come on or whatever. Like, you know. Yeah. I don't remember what mine was, but I don't think it would be 9.30. No. At 12. No. No. So, so yeah. Lucy is not getting ready for the dance. She is sitting reading yet another fashion magazine. And you can tell they're trying to make this look like it's America and not Canada because Lucy is wearing her shoes on the couch, which is an American thing and is not a Canadian thing. Nothing bugs me more than when I'm watching TV and I see somebody wearing shoes on their furniture. Wear them in your house. You do you. But please don't put your shoes on furniture. That just shakes me to my core so she's wearing like her her her, uh converse or whatever she's got i i get it i mean like if you go to someone's house i feel like shoes are part of the outfit yeah yeah and like if you're just staying at their house i get it yep but not on the furniture no anyway the twins arrive at lucy's place i guess this is like the little pre-party yeah because they're all gonna get ready at her house because uh, her parents don't care what everybody wears. Because Lucy can do whatever she wants, guys. Because we find out in this episode, basically, that like her parents are pretty much absentee. Like Her parents, are, they're either both doctors or they're a doctor and a lawyer. So yeah. they're never home. But she has a really nice house. And we walk by a very, very um, well-curated uh, liquor collection, it looks like. Yeah. Well, I guess we do have to watch ads here, but... Yes. <laughs> they are... Uh, they're not as often. They're pa- yeah, they're paced better. Yeah, it's not as often as the other ones. Yeah, and they have the fun little transitions, like, to commercial, the, yeah. the Degrassi Junior High will be back. So, Vula doesn't go to Lucy's. She just goes straight to the dance. Which, based on, like, how bright it is outside, it's like, when does this dance start? Because this looks like it's mid-afternoon. I mean, I think it's still early September. That's true. So, I guess, like, maybe it would start at, like... 
six or seven. Yeah. But I can't see a school dance going later than eight. This, we we just cut to the inside. Yeah, that, that's true. Like a school dance for, for middle schoolers, like eight, maybe nine at the very, very latest. The very latest, because I feel like those teachers that have to chaperone, they yeah. want to get the fuck home. Yeah. They want to start their nights. They want to kick back. They want to have a beer. They want to have some wine. Yeah. They want to shake off the cringe that they had to witness. Because they're only, they only have one night left now before they see these kids again. If they're, yes. they're on a Saturday night, now all you have is your Sunday night to they yourself. They need to turn it up. They, yeah. yeah. So we see inside the dance and it is the <laughs> wordiest banner I've ever seen. Because <laughs> it's a giant banner that says, Degrassi's Benefit Dance to Support Foster Child. It is a very specific yeah everyone, like you can't reuse this banner everyone that is going to the dance knows the exact purpose of the dance and why they are there they I are feel there ba- to support foster child not it, even a foster child or the foster it, it child's might say name a i can't see because we have it paused right now but yeah uh no, I oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. to support to, a foster child and then two exclamation marks. Very poorly placed exclamation marks. Yeah, and horrible looking. Oh no, sorry, those aren't balloons. They're the shadows of balloons. Oh um, my god. No, yeah. but like in in universe, I feel bad for like what I, this like this is something Arthur would have done. Where it's like, hey Arthur, come come after school on Friday help, and help, help us paint help this decorate. banner. Yes. And then I feel bad for the real life props person who it's like. Write us a banner. Can it just say school dance? No. Nah, it should really say Degrassi's no, benefit need, dance to support a foster child. We need to know why these kids are there and what the money is going to. Everyone needs to understand the assignment when they walk in. Yeah. 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 Super wordy. Um, I will say, though, Degrassi, the next generation, had better decorations than this one. Yeah. This is just streamers and a punch bowl. Um, good music, though. There's only a few kids dancing, yeah. which is c- quite sad. Yep. Wheels is looking around like a walking around like a lost puppy looking for Stephanie K mm-hmm. as if she'd be hiding somewhere. He should just be looking at the front door cuz he knows she's not there. Yeah. Uh Vula walks in, pays her dollar. Um we see Caitlin sitting at a table. And Caitlin, despite being in grade seven, knows who Vula is, and they have a nice little chat. Well, I think because Vula's on the student council. Arthur's it's... tearing it up, dancing on the floor. Oh, go- good for Arthur. Yeah. So the girls are just chilling. Yeah. Um, Heather or Erica is messing around with Lucy's parents' record player. Yeah, talking about how your parents always treat you like you're younger than you are. She's like, yeah, when you're 10, they treat you like you're 8. When you're 13, they treat you like you're 10. Like, you just can't win. Uh... And then, yeah, the other, the the twin who just put on the record is looking at the booze and she's like, oh, I wish we could get sloshed. And then Lucy's like, you can drink whatever you want. Like, so the other twin shouts party. Yeah. Together in unison, they shout party because it's a twin thing. Yeah. Stephanie K walks down the stairs in her super tight. The brightest uh, pink pants you'll ever see. Yeah. An electric blue tube top. Yeah. A blouse covering it. Yeah. And coordinating bangles. So the twins are saying we got drunk at a party at our cousin's. Yeah. Which I guess gives them license to continue to drink. Yeah. And they're trying to peer pressure Steph into it. And Steph's too cool to say no. So she grabs 
I don't know if this is when she grabs the we Baileys can't, yet. We can't but, actually see what the alcohol is. Yeah, it's they have all non, the labels turned away. Yeah, it's just nondescript at this moment. Yeah. Joey walks into the dance, high fives Tim. He notices Wheels walking around looking like a lost dog, being like, Wheels, hey. I appreciate. You, oh, he, he he's like, oh, you stink. Oh. You, your, your cologne smells like oven cleaner. Joey... I appreciate that Joey is wearing his sunglasses inside because everyone needs to know how cool he is. Yeah. And then Joey, Joey's very much Paige in this where he's the jealous one. And Mm -hmm. he's like, oh, Steph's not here. Is she standing you up? Oh, that's hilarious. He then immediately walks over to the DJ uh, table. Who is Mr. Radich. And he starts flipping through the records and Mr. Radich just like cuts him off immediately. Like, don't touch my stuff. It's not enough that Radich has to supervise this dance on his day off but now he has to play dj yeah i'm sure they were like can you bring your own records yeah can you set up your own turntable yeah he is putting in the work for this foster dance this and, benefit to support a foster child and he can dance. never escape because in next generation he's the chaperone in this yes. one the principal is i i correct me if i'm wrong you never actually see the you principal. never see the principal you only hear his voice it's kind of like the peanuts trope where it's you hear the voice but you don't see them yeah so you never see the principal again saves on hiring an actor so we cut back to the girls yeah they are still kind of picking which alcohol they're going to drink yeah lucy's sort of looking worried but is still trying to be like the cool kid and doesn't want to harsh their buzz so she the phone rings she hears uh she jumps up to turn down the record player and picks up the phone and she's telling the girls to be quiet because they're Acting like giggly girls so trying to get Lucy drunk. Is Lucy not allowed to have friends over? No, she's. they're just being really loud. Uh. And they're clinking bottles. This is where Steph opens the bottle of Bailey's and pours an entire glass. Uh, Lucy tells the girls that her mom says hi. Lucy says, that's a lot of booze. And then Steph says, oh, don't worry. It's just like a milkshake. And then, oh, I have to chug a lug like Steph because I still have Bailey's left. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it wouldn't be the worst thing to drink as a child. No, but chugging it is... It's difficult. (laughs) I enjoy it, but... Oh, and we just missed uh, Joey and Caitlin actually dancing. Oh, I love that. This is the first time we actually see them interacting. It's foreshadowing. Mm Mm-hmm. So the girls drunkenly make their way to the dance, much like Paige and Terry. Yeah. They're a lot more obnoxious than Paige and Terry were walking to the dance. Yeah. And it's 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 implied that the three girls drank, Lucy didn't. Lucy's basically babysitting them. Yeah. But Lucy's the cool kid. Like she doesn't want to let on that like she thinks they're lame. She does want to let them on that she's judging them, which I really think she is at this point. I think she is Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um then we actually see Vula dancing with Arthur. I like this. I like that they're friends. Yeah. The girls? Because, like, I mean, Vula and Steph are old friends, so, so Vula she, would know Arthur. Yeah, I guess they would have grown up together. Yeah, it's like dancing with your, your friend's sibling or whatever. Yeah. It's it's not it's not super weird. No. The girls walk in, and they are so loud. Yeah. Like, obnoxiously loud. Yeah. And I don't know how no one notices. Once again, Lucy is, like, trying to tame them. Yeah, that you don't really see them pay their admission. They sort of stumble past. I'm assuming Lucy settles the tab for them. Cause okay, that poor foster kid, if they didn't pay to get in. I know. That's the whole point of the dance. I think, I'm going to say Lucy pays, because Lucy does have money. Yeah, uh, Lucy's responsible. 
Wheels was sitting with Joey. They see Steph walk in. Wheels gets up. He goes to give Steph a hug, and she's like, she "Oh, you you smell funny." Crashes into him though. Yeah. Oh. And oh. then Steph arrived just in time for the crazy dance, which at least <laughs> Steph gets an excuse. It Terry had no excuse for her silly dance. Terry had no excuse for the way she was dancing. It was mortifying. But this is perfect where it's like, the teachers aren't going to notice this girl is wasted because we're doing the crazy dance right now. Okay, but I love that. So Radich says it's the tradition, the annual Degrassi tradition crazy dance. Yeah. And I love how like pure this moment is. Both teachers are so excited for it. Oh, yeah. Everyone is excited and I think, for Yeah, it. it's like a contest. Like, yeah, he, he says, says you don't need a partner. Get on the dance floor. Just dance as crazy as you can. Stephanie's not dancing too badly. No. Uh, Heather and Erica double team snake. <laughs> no one is dancing like very crazily. But I love this moment where these kids can just like let loose and not be judged. Yeah. And Steph uh, dances for a few seconds. And Immediately then starts stops. dry heaving. Uh, runs. And like she has to run so far. Yes, I think as we pointed out, the gym is on a different floor than the rest of the building. Yeah. So everything is on the second floor. Yeah. So poor Steph had to run upstairs holding in her throw up to go throw up. And you actually hear her puke. Like you hear, they they definitely like poured soup into the toilet or whatever the trick is. Like (laughs) they made it sound. And now Wheels sadly goes to sit down because his dance partner is gone. And he's crossed his arms and he looks grumpy. Yeah. Because he waited you know she showed up like an hour late yeah, he waited he that waited whole time all night plus joey was being so mean to him yeah and then she ran away in their first dance so she's like once again looking at herself in the mirror yeah and Heather or erica says you gotta get better real quick you have to go present the check and she's like oh no i can't do it mm, i'm I just feel gonna sick. i'm gonna make fula do it yeah, she's like, I feel sick. So she does that thing where, like, you lean back against the wall and you just slowly slide. Si- slide down. She's taking her shoes. Oh, she has no. shoes on. Oh, sorry. They're just clear plastic shoes. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Lucy realizes, like, okay. She can't give the check like this. Yeah. I don't... Yik is spinning Melanie and dipping her, and Vula and Arthur are, like, waltzing. So Vula glances at her watch and says, oh, no, I gotta go. She has a Cinderella moment. Okay. So this must be a super late dance because the dad reminded her multiple times, remember 9.30? Yeah. So I'm assuming this is around 9 and she has to race home to be home for 9.30. And Lucy, Lucy grabs Fula. Yeah. It says, you, you got to come. And there's another banner about it being the Degrassi Junior High dance. They another want, giant banner. They want everyone to remember why they're there. Yeah. So now we cut to outside and Vula's dad pulls up in his car because it must be 9.31. He is, like, slowly sauntering into the school. And he sees all the banners outside announcing... Their banner budget must have been through the roof. Through the roof. Oh, oh, some foreshadowing. We see Spike and Shane sitting on the front steps of Degrassi. Being all flirty with each other. So, I wish Fula said what time it was because I don't understand the timeline of the dance. Yeah. Because, as you pointed out, these kids are walking up. It's daylight. Yeah. They're dancing for, like, maybe a couple hours, at least an hour before the girls finally show up. Yeah. And then Vula says, I gotta go. What the fuck time is it? Her dad is already there, so I'm assuming it's it's gotta be 
five. So do we think that maybe her dad was going to do her a solid and be like, you know what? I'll save her a walk home. I'll go grab her. It's Probably. late. Because like, why, why would you be there just waiting to bust her? I mean, it could be like 10 o'clock by now because there's no cell phones. It's not uh, like anything. Yeah. So, but it's, imp- it, the, the timeline's a little iffy. They, they screwed up the time. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense that the teachers would agree to chaperone a super late dance on no. their, like, basically one day off. Yeah. I mean, I guess Radich and Miss Avery are the most dedicated teachers. Yeah. So Steph is drunk and she's like begging Vula yeah, to deliver Vula, the check. Can you please deliver the check? Begging her. Vula's dad with his giant bushy mustache walks yeah, in and hey. he's 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 taken aback by the fact that this is a dance. Can we stop for a second and just comment on his look because he for a dad that wants to bust his daughter yeah. shows up in the most cute little outfit he's wearing like a tweed brown jacket yeah and some cute little brown pants it honestly looks like he came for like the father-daughter dance it's so cute where's my dance partner it's so cute but we know he's there just to bust her yeah so So we see joey and caitlin slow dancing like joey and caitlin like it's funny the foreshadowing in this episode yeah it's almost like they want people to like know the couples that are gonna happen yeah so Avery signals to Radich to cut the music. She's standing there with a funny-looking dude with a beard and says, oh, let's welcome Stephanie K to the stage. She's going to present the check to this guy. Yeah, I guess he's, like, from the foster child agency. agency. Yeah, Lucy goes up and tells Miss Avery, oh, hey, Steph is sick. Uh, Vula's going to come up and give the check. So, uh... It's funny seeing all these tiny kids and then just seeing Snake, who is, like, towering over them because he's already six he's feet so tall. so tall. Yeah. And Vula comes up to give the speech, and she's like, oh, hey, like, we we wanted to, like, we wanted to show people that, you know, kids aren't selfish, that we can care about other people and sponsor this foster kid. That's kind of a weird reason to have a fundraiser. Yeah. Like, we want people to know that we're not selfish. Yeah, we're not all shitheads. We're going to have a huge dance with an absurdly large banner budget yeah. to showcase how generous and giving we are. Yeah. What they spent on banners, they should have just, just put back into the given the to this foster kid. Yeah. We never know what agency it is. It's just a foster there's, child. There's a poster that I think says the name of the agency, but they never show the name because they clearly, like didn't want to hire a graphic designer and make a poster. No. So it's like, what if we just use a, an existing poster and just never show the name? Yeah, we'll blur the name out. Yeah. So Vula is like, oh, hey, blah, blah, blah. Her dad is standing in the crowd with his he, arms crossed. Like, okay, her dad does the most power dad move. He locks eyes with her. Yeah. And then gestures without saying anything for her to get off the stage. Yeah. And then he, but he doesn't <laughs> run up on the stage and embarrass her. He waits nope. for her to get to finish. But the second she steps off the stage, he grabs her arm like she's a little girl and takes her out the front door. It is the most dad move of all time. Yeah. And walks by Nancy, who again, poor Nancy, who never gets her own episode. I don't but... even think we've heard Nancy speak yet. No. I mean, we're only two episodes in, but yeah. again. Poor Nancy. Steph is still in the bathroom looking miserable. Yep. She's starting to get a hangover, I'm assuming. I guess that'll teach her to chug an entire glass of Bailey's. Yeah. And Vula's like, everybody else in the world gets to go to dances. And like, it's my right. So Vula's whole thing is I'm not a little girl. Yeah. She is 
talking like the biggest little girl right now. Yeah. She's just whining to her dad. Yeah. And then he basically like has her dead to rights at one point and then she's like, I'm sorry, daddy. And it's like, you can't play both sides of this. Yeah. You can't fight him and then also very quickly apologize to him. Like, Vula, I agree with you 100%. Stand your ground. But like, he has every right to be mad at you because you lied. You lied. The most terrible lie. And he says, your mom didn't go to a school dance until she was 16. Which is such a stupid thing yeah. to say to your kid. Yeah. And he and she's like, that was a different time Fair. and in a different place. Fair. And this was a fundraiser for a foster kid. And a fundraiser that I organized. Yeah. And then he, yeah, he says his big line where he's like, you still lied to me. And she's like, I'm sorry, Papa. Yeah. Poor Vula. Yeah. And then, yeah, we, it, dance is still going on. This is the longest school-sanctioned dance. Yeah. Like, I I remember, I don't know if you did, you grew up in Burlington. I did. Growing up, we used to have what we called the Knights of Columbus dances. Okay. Where, on like, once a month on a Friday night, they would do, like, open dances for kids, like, 12 or 13 to 18, but nobody will, like, over the age of 15 would go to these dances. Yeah. And those would go pretty late, but I don't even think they went as late as this school dance. No, we had, besides school dances, when I was around this age, they had much music video dances. Yes! And they would do them at Tansley in Burlington. There's this place called like Tansley Woods. It's it was a like a community pool, center. Yeah, pool, rec center, blah, blah, blah. And yes. they would have dances there. And sometimes they would get a much music video dance, which was like... It was the biggest... The coolest thing in the world. But it was like so much hype for yeah. like not at all what I thought it was going to no, be. No, it was just a dance where they had a projector playing music videos yeah, on the wall. Like that all, was it. all it was. Yeah. But they hyped it to be like a bunch of all these like different videos we're gonna be playing no it was like one video at a time yeah it was it was it was neat but yeah i i don't think i ever really went to those but those existed and then when i was in like grade 12 or when i was just out of high school they opened up for a year or two in burlington like a teen nightclub oh that was like i mean okay there used to be one in burlington that was called stars Mm -hmm. which eventually became forget what it was called but it was by like this sketchy pool hall it was in aldershot it wasn't in the or it wasn't in aldershot but it was it was in one part of burlington and like it was okay um but they opened one near my high school that was like it wasn't even a nightclub it was sort of like they tried to make a place where teens would want to go and hang out so it was like they had a little stage for bands to play and they had a couple pool tables and they only served pop and it was kind of like if there are any one tree hill fans Kind of like what Peyton starts. Right. Which is like trick trick, trick club yeah. or trick nightclub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is all ages. They only serve like water and pop and bands would go and play. I or, secretly really loved the first few seasons of One Tree Hill. Oh, I loved One Tree Hill. Peyton was my everything. <laughs> if we want to circle back to Degrassi. Yes. It's what um, Peter eventually ends up starting above the dot right 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 which is an all ages i think type club where bands would go and play yeah um i think they got a pretty big band the first one of the first episodes okay or like one of the first like above the dot episodes yeah i forget what band it was but it was like of that time yeah yeah like not silverstein or anything like that but like yeah 
Yeah. But anyways, yeah, we'll cut back to Degrassi. Steph has <laughs> has slowly sauntered out of the bathroom and says like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I'm going to call Wheels tomorrow and explain. And I'm going to call Vula and thank her. And Lucy's like, do you want to come back to my house and sleep it off? Steph, so, Steph says like, I have to go home. Uh, or I'm going to go to your house and get changed, but then I need to go home. And maybe my mom will make me some cocoa and it'll make me feel better. So, again, what, like, how late is everyone's curfew in this episode? Yeah. Because Steph needs time to go back to Lucy's place, change, and then get home. Yeah. So she's not getting home until at least 11 at the earliest. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is implied that, like, they don't really say it, but, like, it is implied that, like, the school is on Degrassi Street. And and most of the kids kids live on Degrassi. Live on or around Degrassi. Around Degrassi. They make it seem, like, junior high does a better job of making it, like, a community school. Yes. Yes. This does feel more like an inner city school where kids probably do live really close. At least within walking distance of the school and each other. Yeah. But still. Yeah. I would have never been allowed to stay out that late at no, never. 12 years old. I like the only time I was allowed out that late was like, I remember my friend, my best friend in the world, Max, his the way I met him was like his older sister was my dance teacher when I was a kid. And Cute. she was like, I need another boy to be in the class because Alex is in there. So she got her brother to take it and we met and became friends. Okay. And one time he called me up on like a Friday night being like, my sister's taking me to Pladium, but back then before it was Pladium, we called it Sega City where it, when it just opened and it was all Sega themed. Everything there was a Sega I video remember game. that. Is that in Mississauga? Yeah. Yes. It was a lot of fun. They, they sadly closed during during COVID yep. because they couldn't stay open, but yeah, before it was called Pladium, it was all Sega sponsored stuff, Sega games. They called it Sega City. And yeah, Max Max called me up on a Friday night being like, "Hey, my sister and her boyfriend are taking me. Do you want to go?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." So, like, if I was going out to something like that or a movie, yeah. then I was definitely like, oh, you know, you're allowed to stay out until the end of the activity of the that activity. you're doing. And that makes a lot more sense than, like, this loose-ended school dance. Like, I lived the equivalent of what these kids lived to Degrassi. I lived on the same street as my school. Okay. I lived an eight-minute walk Okay. from the school I went to. But still, if it was after dark... One of my parents would walk down, or if it was a little cold or whatever, like my mom would just drive down. Like yeah. it wasn't like wander home at eleven. Come come home whenever. Yeah, we'll see you when we see you. I think they sort of they treat these kids a little too much like high school kids when they 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 forget that they're junior high kids. Yes, I think that's what's great about when the show graduates to be Degrassi High, where it's like, oh, these are situations I believe. High school kids yeah, are dealing it, with... It makes a lot... Like, it's a lot more age-appropriate in high school. Like, it makes a lot more sense, the storylines. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying kids weren't horny and all that stuff in grade 7 and 8. But this show makes it seem like these kids are, like, trying to dance up on yeah, each other. It, the, the, your kid's going to trade a, a kiss for a vote. Your kid's going to get pregnant. Like It's they, very, like, mini-adult. Yeah. And I wonder if that's because they didn't plan to do high school. Yeah. Like, it feels like they are just like, we got to get these storylines out. We got to crank these out. Like, maybe these kids are doing it. Maybe they aren't. But we, we're going to talk, we're going to talk about it. We're yeah. going to tell these stories. We don't know how much time we have. Well, and they wanted to be like the junior high show because there had been like high school shows. I yes. mean, I think this show, this show started a bit before Say by the Bell. Well, b- a bit before Good Morning Miss Bliss, which became season yeah. zero of Say by the yeah. Bell or whatever you want to call it. But 
this was sort of like before all the high school shows. Then yes. the high school shows started, and then they were like, "Well, we're gonna move to high school." Yeah, we got these kids have aged up anyways. We got to keep, keep it going. Degrassi High. I think um, Degrassi: The Next Generation does a better job of keeping it very much age appropriate. Yeah, a lot of what the kids are wearing doing and going through are very much of that timeline yeah in like early adolescence i think yeah i think the difference is what they learned on this show was like actually incorporating things going on with the kids lives Mm -hmm. that they learned as they went on so when they started next generation they had this to like base things off of being like let's talk to the kids let's see what's going on whereas these first couple episodes you can tell like would have been written before like they shot anything this is episode two, so yeah. it's like it must have been it was in the... already pre-written. Yeah. yeah, so like you're you're basically somebody in their thirties or forties projecting what you think kids are up to onto these kids, and yeah. it's sort of like, you know, I don't think a lot of these kids at that age were dealing with this stuff, but it was a good precursor of things to come. It was a good like starting point. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I have I I love this show inside and out. I love every episode. <laughs> I, I have I've seen every episode of Junior High like at least five times each. Like I've seen I haven't seen Next Gen as much just because there's so many episodes. I'm a much bigger Next Gen fan okay. than original Degrassi. I think this is why we're perfect. Yes, I love I love Terry. I love Paige. Yeah. Um, hey Paige, sorry. You know what? I stand Paige. I love it. I love that she doesn't apologize for how. Yimi, she is. Fair enough. She is her own girl, and she owns it. Yeah. And I love her for it. Yeah. She loves herself so much. Yeah, she really does. Yeah, she has all of the confidence I ever wanted growing up. Yeah. And still want. Yeah. I mean, she's faking it a bit at the beginning, but she does eventually get that confidence. Um. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. And I don't know what we're going to do next week, but stay tuned. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. And yeah, until next time. Cheers. Cheers.